0: Hello this is Paul Cullen and welcome to the next episode of sincerely your's A First Counsellor Podcasts. Um, I wanted to try and do something a little bit different this time. So I thought I'd take a, a little ebook that I wrote um, called a Gentle Awakening, which you can find on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Um, you can download it as an ebook. Gentle Awakening by P.J. Cullen. Um, And what a Gentle Awakening is, is a, I guess it's like an introduction to counselling. I wrote it a little over 10 years ago when uh, i just finished training as a counsellor. And I started thinking about what it might be like for someone who's maybe going into counselling or going into the helping profession and and what's involved in that. But I also wanted to think about what it might be for a person who's going to see a counsellor for the first time. And so I started putting together this little manuscript. Um, And I called it a gentle awakening because I think part of being a client is about gently waking up to yourself and part of becoming a therapist is also, it's about coming to yourself, it's about waking up to yourself, so I I wrote this book, um, which I then revisited uh, earlier this year, and started looking at, and just kind of tweaking, and adding a little bit here and there, because uh, I thought I'd put it out as a series of blogs, and, and you can read the blogs, you don't have to don't have to buy the ebook. book you can get the blogs if you go to my website which is www.firstcounseling.co.uk uh, and on there you'll find my blogs but I thought I'd, I'd maybe start talking about talking about a gentle awakening and do it in the in, in the in the way that I had intended it was to look at it at a chapter at a time and maybe talk a little bit about why I wrote those chapters and, and in that way uh, so it's about a five stage process um, and stage one of that process and that 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 beginning of, of change starts with number one, we start. So now we start, the entrance and doorway to change. As a voluntary therapist, the call I get from the organisation I work for as a counsellor Notifying me of a new client signifies a start, that someone has made contact and asked for help. So let's just look at that for a moment, asking for help. I don't think there's a more humbling and vulnerable experience than that of asking another person for help. Amidst one's own life of fractures that we human beings experience the very act of picking up the phone or going to the doctor and saying, I need help or I can't cope, may appear to a person as a moment of utter desperation, perhaps when they feel they're at their very weakest. For me, I believe wholeheartedly that this is in fact the beginning of strength. To make yourself vulnerable to another human being is a powerful statement. For me, the act of asking for help came when I had exhausted all other avenues. I'd found myself homeless, addicted to drugs and alcohol, frightened, hungry and lonely. I had tried to change the drugs I used or the clothes I wore the places where I lived and even the people I associated with I was trying to change my outsides when my inside were still there untouched finally broke and I went to a man a priest as it happened who worked in the soup kitchen where I often ate and had cared enough to listen to me when I thought nobody else would and it was to this man that I went to held up my hands in surrender and admitted I could not do this on my own. To feel accepted, understood and listened to is empowering. This was my start. Taking a risk and asking for help. Frightened and scared of rejection. Frightened and scared of staying where I was. So I took that risk, stepped into the unknown and started to trust. As therapists We learn to accept, understand and listen. We do this by starting to accept, understand and listen to ourselves. It is this journey within that equips us best to work with another human being. We learn from our own experiences of our own lives. We start by looking at the choices we have made in the past and the consequences, both good and bad, that this gives us the opportunity to learn it was through this self-evaluation and honest appraisal of me, of who I was and how I had been and the choices I had made and learning to live with my consequences and yet unbelievably the gradual acceptance of myself gave way to an inner stillness and a quiet that I had yearned for within. Finding that stillness within is difficult in today's world. It's a fast world of internets and mobile phones and cars and I've got to be there in half an hour and I haven't got time right now. It's such a busy world we live in. What happens if you stop right now? Just stop what you're doing. Whilst you're listening to this, that's what I want you to do. I just want you to stop listening for a while. I just want you to press pause. Take time and ask this question of yourself. How do I feel right now? Okay, have you switched back on? How do I feel right now? This can be a difficult question to answer and sometimes we need time to go away and reflect. I go away sometimes and I I sit sit down and and maybe have a coffee or, or I might stand by the door and have a cigarette. I might go and take the dog for a walk. Thought about how I'm feeling the moment I feel quite content with myself. Sometimes my outsides are a little in turmoil. I have financial worries, busy at work, not enough time. I have a daughter, I have a, I have a wife, I have a dog to walk, I have a car to run. However, I'm happy today. I have a great job that I do. Happily married with a beautiful child that I love and I feel loved and and this is a good space to be in. Yet a question remains. How often can we do that, go away and ask ourselves how we are and answer honestly? It has to be honest. Without rigorous honesty with ourselves and admitting that life has its negativity and pain, we can never truly embrace ourselves. In the wonderful children's book, The Velveteen Rabbit by Marjorie Williams, and this is a must read for all people who want to know how to be themselves. We are introduced to the hero of the title, and the wonderful wise skin horse. And I told the story of a rabbit that learns what it is to become real. It is about being accepted and acknowledged and loved for being ourselves, regardless of outside things and material desires. It's about the essence of us. When that is loved and accepted by ourselves and another human being, something happens unbeknownst to us. We become real, we become congruent, we find stillness and a true sense of who we are as people. In the book, the Velveteen Rabbit asks a skin horse, does it hurt to become real? Sometimes, he replies. Becoming real to ourselves can be a painful process also. Learning to like and love myself where I had in the past seen only failure and ugliness was particularly uncomfortable for me. Challenging myself, my values and my conditions at worst. It was a slow process of coming to terms and learning to think differently from the ways I had become so reliant upon for so long. When we listen to that inner voice, we have the opportunity to redress the balance in our life so that it may become more fruitful. In the poem Desiderata, I love the great line, go placidly amidst the noise and haste and remember what peace there may be in silence. We f- can forget to be real in our lives. Again, the speed of life takes over and carries us off with such speed like being caught in a rip curl in the sea. Realness is an honesty we have to adopt in order to face life on life's terms, regardless of the consequences of that honesty that realness. I fear rejection in my life, I, I fear loneliness that it brings. Yet my lack of realness brings about a consequence that will leave me in far worse condition if I allow it. Only by stopping and taking time to ask the question of myself honestly, and more importantly, answer it honestly, with realness can I find the answers in order to move. So that was that first chapter, start. I very much think everything begins with us starting, by starting to do something. That's how we begin the process of change, by starting, by taking a little bit of action. We start by contacting a therapist. We start by picking up a self-help book. We start by sitting down with a loved one and saying, I need to talk. And so, I kind of hope that I captured what that start was for me. Having come from a life that had been really quite difficult and and, and, and tough and full of pain and loneliness and fear, I reached a point in my life where I realised I I needed to make a change. And so I started by reaching out and asking another person for help. And, And I was very fortunate that that person was there. in the next chapter which we'll look at in the next podcast um, that chapter is called Open and that that is about how we once we've started this process we then need to move forward and we need to open and truly open up ourselves to another human being if you want to uh, if you want to read the whole book you can find it like I said on Amazon uh, it's called A Gentle Awakening by P.J. Cullen, but you can also just read the blogs on my website, and that's www.firstcounseling.co.uk. And I hope that you've liked what I've had to say, um, and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Take care now. Sincerely yours, A First Counsellor.